What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. Today we have a special guest. She is an actress, model, TV host, and content creator. She is the wellness warrior. Live free, renew. She, on top of that, she is a tremendous author for living cancer free. Guys, please help me welcome Sarah Kurakoni. It's time to sweat it out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. Today, we have a very special guest here in our hometown, Miami. She is an actress, model, TV host, wellness, and travel leader. She is a creator. She is also the author of Living Cancer Free, and she has her e-course, Live Free Renew. Please help us welcome the one and only Sarah Kirikoni. How are you? I'm great. Wow, what an intro there. I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on here. I feel like we've been talking about this for a while, and now we get to make it happen in reality. We're all stuck in our homes, so we're like, what can we do? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so cool that when, uh, when you talk about certain things with somebody for a while, and then you finally make it happen, you know, it's kind of like, man, it's here. Like, damn. The m- manifestation. <laughs> That's exactly right. So how have you been? How's everything going for you? And I know it's been a while since we've actually caught up like this and actually chatted so i definitely would love to just hear about you know you where things are at for you how things have shifted for you especially you know with the with the approach of covid coming in and really changing you know a lot of things a lot of way people operate in their current life what are some of these nuances for yourself and you know maybe you can share that with us Definitely. I think that's like a a five part question that you threw out there, but, um, you know, to break it down too. and Anthony, our connection originally started with fitness. Mm -hmm. And I think it's always been an underlying premise for who we are as humans. And for my entire life, you know, movement has been a crucial element through the ups, the downs, the all arounds and how healing it can be. So that's the first and foremost, our connection with, uh, where we were originally, um, where we originally met. And when we think about that, you know, the dynamics of what we were doing before COVID and what we are doing now for fitness as individuals, but also as leaders has done a 180, you know, groups, classes, connections, you know, even for a while privates, uh, that is for some time you could wear a mask, but that complaint changed completely. How that's changed for me, I personally haven't been doing teaching one-on-one for a while. So it has actually, in my benefit, doing more digital content has gone up, which is a, you know, a good thing. And being able to also mentor others or help others who are looking to do something similar. So if they're not as adept with production, how can I help them? Or on the flip side, how you're mentioning what are individuals doing now that's changed. You brought up the idea of the e-course I did, uh, the free review. We're taking charge or we have the opportunity to take charge of our own health and our own hands, you know, with virtual guidance, but also if I'm going to get healthy and nothing else has kicked my butt to do it, you know, as people, individuals who are listening, do it now Mm -hmm. or, you got no better time to do it than now, you know? So all of that has done a 180 in every way. 
And how, how has that transformation been for you? I know Mendez and I have spoken about it quite a bit on, on the podcast before about, uh, you know, how beneficial it's been for us to be able to, you know, in his case, spend a little more time with his family, work on his coaching business. Uh, for me, you know, being able to really dive in and, and solidify the foundation of my online coaching business. Uh, how has it been for you? And in and what ways have you seen a lot of that benefit come uh, personally and professionally? I see everything as a gift. Uh, so I definitely see this as a gift in some ways for those who want to see the light. They want to wake up a little bit. They want to take charge of their health. Personally, my awakening in a lot of this has been, what is it ultimately that I want to do? If I'm looking back in my life 10, 15 years from now, am I really building the foundation and steps for where I want to be at that point in time? And when we were go, go, go on this continuous cycle and hamster wheel, this gave us the opportunity to pause, to stop, to ground to go inside literally and figuratively and say, what am I doing? Do I need to redirect this? Do I need to, you know, deconstruct this, really demolish what was happening in my life before and start to recreate something better? That's what I saw a lot for myself. Instead of focusing so much on going and, and traveling and filming, and I said, what is it that I ultimately want to do? And I'm still doing all of that just in a different format now. That's a little more, it makes more sense which is the beauty of the outcome of all of those kind of things. Instead, I said, I've always wanted to act. I've always, I love being on camera for the, and then a non-narcissistic ego way has nothing to do with that. But what can I emit through the camera to somebody else at home? What can I, you know, how can I impact people in a greater manner? While I love doing classes in one-on-one back in the day, I also grew very tired from it and I wasn't, happy for a long time doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out before I come that miserable teacher who nobody right. wants to work with. Yeah, <laughs> so sounds like, familiar. Go out on a high note, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go out on a high note and really go recreate something else. Otherwise I'm complaining to, you know, to the masses and that doesn't help anybody instead of being a complainer, be a doer and do something right. about it. Mm-hmm. That's been the biggest shifter of what do I want to do now? So taking on, I started doing acting classes, uh, getting into acting groups. I'll be in three films upcoming next year, building congrats. reels, yeah, pages. Thank you. So I'm a big believer. If you want to do something, stop talking mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah. And just go, I'm a person who goes all in for better or worse. I go a thousand percent into something. I love hard. I work hard. I play like a two year old, yes. but when it comes love down it. to it, I'm like, I'm a professional in every way in that manner with the, the creativity and the child just kind of like is always chirping in the background. So it's kind of a good balance for me, which is why the, the idea of creativity, I have to have that in my life. Fitness moves the energy and the emotion through me, but then the creative output um, becomes the, the beautiful piece. I feel like I just gave like a monologue there. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. Jump in there. It was, it was fantastic. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll save you. I'll save you for a couple of minutes. Um, you know, I, I think that you brought up a really good point, you know, and, and it's something that I thought in my own head and something that Anthony have talked about a lot just in our, in our personal conversations is you know, that transition between being an in-person coach and being an online coach or doing anything in, in the online realm, right? It's, 
it it's a it can be a very difficult transition for a lot of people because you almost lose that sense of identity like okay you know it's a whole new realm that i'm in are people really going to think that i have the authority that i had before right with my in person clients like for me and i i know mendes feels the same way like i could go to whole foods and get a in person client in 5 seconds right it, it didn't matter i can meet them in the line but online it takes a little more effort you know you you have to really establish that connection you have to find that middle ground with the person that you might have immediately had with someone who lives in the same city as you or goes to the same places as you. Um, and that can be difficult. And, you know, I, I think as difficult as that may be though, if you're a high achiever, if you're an action taker, like we all are, you get to that certain point in your career where like, you know, just counting cash and, and clocking in and out of sessions isn't enough. It's not fulfilling enough, right? It's, you need something more. You need to be able to spread your wings and, and show that creativity, like you said, right? Because <clears throat> as creative as you can get with, with individual workouts, there's, you know, it's a, it's a different feeling when you're producing content and, you know, you're able to deliver to the masses instead of maybe like in your case, at most, I'm sure you probably did classes of, you know, a hundred at a time or so. So, you know, it's a much more substantial thing. How was that transfer? How was that transition, you know, really for you mentally? And, and did you kind of come across any of those identity hurdles that, that Anthony and I have gone through? I will start with my journey has been very unique that I, I started this years ago. I've been doing on-camera work for like six years now. Okay. Anthony, you know, you've seen a lot of the work that yes. I do. And I've been doing in front of like talking, speaking, hosting, mm. those have all been doing for a long time, uh, yoga videos. Um, I, I was comfortable with online classes before there was really a lot of online classes, like the demand was there. So in that respect, it's been easier for me to delve head in, uh, dive head in where I've been doing more and more content and starting to build a team. That's really been my focus because the way I can relate is I don't do private coaching anymore. I, I don't um, do one-on-one. -on -one. I don't do group things. I'm like, here's the stuff you want to hire me to create something. I get money from brands, not necessarily from clients. I'm okay. more of a brand myself and I'm more of um, I see it as like product partnerships. My background's in marketing and advertising. So I work more seamlessly, more B2B than I do B2C. Okay. Uh, for that manner, the program is direct B2C. However, I want to get partners on board. That's where my mind thinks. And it's like, how do we scale this? And I think in a business sense like that, because I think the most successful thing, and this might be helpful to all of us as fitness leaders is how do you start to generate revenue and income while you're sleeping? Mm -hmm. That's when you start to build the success because you have only a limited amount of hours in the day. You are one person doing it all. Like right now, we're all managing 10 to 15 different hats. But if you're sleeping in those hours, that's where you can scale. Because then you start to think not just in one um, city or one time zone. You start to think globally. That's how my mind has always operated. How do I as a brand start to operate in a global scale? And to the benefit, what this pandemic has brought us to is for all of us to take a step back. And if we are brands, you know, and then Anthony, I know you, you a hundred percent are Josh. I don't know that much yet about you, but yeah. as we're brands ourselves as individuals, 
we are, we are forced to get very clear on what our message is. What is our why? What is our message? Because if we're not clear, we're going to get washed with the masses. So it's created a survival of the fittest, um, fittest? Yeah, fittest. I'm, I'm thinking like we're talking about fitness. Survival of the fittest fitness. And how do we start to really own in on what that why is? Because then it gets a lot easier, as you were saying, Josh, to Take that from the supermarket perspective. How do you translate that into online content? And say if being face-to-face isn't for you, guess what? There's blogs, there's podcasts, you can do voiceover, you can do, there's, it's endless, you know? So it's really more about what's the excuse that's standing in your way. And for most of, most humans, not just fitness instructors, it's change. I, I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I think that... That's why I think COVID was such a, 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 like you said, you took it as more of a gift. Obviously, I don't take into account all the stuff that it did, you know, lives that, you know, were costed by it. And, hey, I get it. That's a lot lot of things happened. But I think at the same time, if you look at the gifts that it did bring along and you try to approach it with a new attitude, I think it's really exposing a lot of people's characters. I think it's testing people. I think it's really showing you, what you your 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 capabilities, your 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 thresholds. I think it's showing you who who you are and who you can become. Um, and I think it's the people who take advantage and allow themselves to consume themselves during this time to really figure out that why and to really put in that action and make and put in that work to develop themselves and develop whatever they're doing correctly um, and figure out what is the key pieces for them, whether it's, heck, if I'm not somebody who likes being in front of camera, well, I know there's audio. Let me do this and let me explore this realm. Let me test this out. There's so many pieces and components. There's so many tools, so many resources out there for everybody to play with. And I I think it's like you said, people are so scared of change. You know, mm-hmm. when Corona first hit, everybody was freaking out, you know, and then you look at people who are used to change and especially entrepreneurs and high performers instantly, you see within that first two weeks to a month, they already knew like, okay, boom, this is what we're moving. This is the game plan. This is where things are shifting. And that's what sets them apart, you know, and, yes. and because it can act quickly on that change. So I think moving into, into, into this new we're still in COVID, but I guess post, it'll be a year now of COVID. I think that there's going to be, I think people say, oh yeah, we've gone through the change. I think there's going to be even more change. Oh, a lot. Even more than during this time of COVID, because I think now it's just like people are starting to sit already. Okay, we're, we got used to what this is, but something else is coming. You know, and I think people I are going to be so. faced with it. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah, yeah, so. I hope we continue to change. I just want to throw that in there. I'm sorry. I didn't know. No, no, 100%. No, and I, I think, a, I think, a, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think a key point that you brought up as well was that, you know, you spent this time to really build out your system and build out your team. And, and if you're lucky to, you know, be like us and already have a, a good infrastructure in place to be able to do that, right? It really, and, and Anthony has mentioned this to me a lot. It's like opened up our eyes about, how much we're doing that's really wasting a lot of our our effort and and our essential time, right? That we could just be giving to someone else to do, you know, like, and and, and that's all all part about building the team and finding out the type of you know, 
uh, personalities that you want to work with and, and what works best and what roles everyone kind of plays and, and how that's all going to shift as, as, as you mentioned, you're able to scale the business on a global level. Um, what are some of the key things that you're really, or, or that you advise people to look out for as they're building out their team in the corp or sorry, in the content creating marketing world? And then I think I would love to add on like, what are the key things for you in your personal, um, you know, brand or life that you look for when you're building in teams? Like, what do you look for in people? Good add on. Um, what I look for, for people that I'm starting to take on, you know, and it's in a newer development because for a long time, I've really been doing it all. You can develop a team. There's also a lot of software out there that 100%. we can utilize. That's right. So when I say, um, you know, building a team, sometimes it's just delegating work in a different manner. So if people are already freaking out and they're like, I don't have money to pay for somebody. It's like, hold your horses. Cause it can also be online software. So for an instance, if you wanted to take this recording, upload it to a transcription service, export that. Now you have a blog. Now you have written content for, you know, probably 30 different social media posts, export that to another online platform that'll post automatically for you, download, you know, royalty-free images, make sure they're royalty-free, yep. please. And, yeah, you, know, you don't want to get sued. You, no, and it just <laughs> yeah. doesn't look good. Um, so you start to think in a more, it is more of a business and entrepreneurial mindset because it's how do I make this work faster, smarter, and stronger? And when we think of... Um, it's the same with fitness. No, it's like we try and think, how do we optimize our mm -hmm. fitness program and us as humans to work at our best for most of us who are achievers. And that's where I think we can get creative as to how we're taking on or delegating work. Now, for example, myself, I'm working with editors. I shoot a lot, a lot of content um, from, for either wellness travel or for fitness. I am not, or for nutrition as well, like new, like health, I'll put health and fitness into one and then wellness travel into another. And it's a lot of content. And as we were saying before, it's like, you only have so many hours in the day. So how do I start to maximize this? Well, I need to get an editing team. I like to first test out and see what work they're doing. Um, calls usually work best for like an intro and then you get a feel for who is this person how are they working if i throw out some direction do they take it do i have to keep refining it and, it, and after a couple times if they're not getting it don't waste your time anymore yeah you're not gonna get yeah. it uh -huh. <laughs> that goes for relationships too by the way you just want to kind of any relationship really it's like if somebody's not taking directive and i'm also i'm a director so it's like if you don't take directive don't waste my time Mm. Then it's moving on. Now, us as empathetic, human, sensitive beings, you also have to detach from the, oh, but I feel bad. And it's like, you're a business. I so leave that up to him. Two. I just, I leave that up to him and then I'm the cold hearted one. You know, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> I get to, and that works, yeah. you know, you have the balance. Yeah. But if you don't have that, um, yeah, <laughs> suits. <laughs> if you don't have I love that show. If you don't have that balance of, you know, the, the business side, 
then find somebody who can offer that to you. Get a mentor, get somebody else to advise you. I've done that for different companies as well as some advisory work um, for content creation as well. I've done that for some travel brands and hotels and you start to oversee and look, you know, the creative direction of where they're going and is it getting them closer to their goals or if not, then you have to redefine again. So it's really, it's a trial and error. You know, sometimes word of mouth is a great way as well, but if they're not delivering back what you're asking for, or it takes a long time, I've had, that's the other thing. I've had companies reach out to me and they're like, we want to work with you and help you. But if I reply back, I reply back like this, because if you don't take an opportunity, there are a thousand other people lined up behind you who will take it. And I say that from my experience with acting as well and in life in general, if you are not ready to jump, somebody else will take it. And if people don't write back, if they're not responding back, I'm like, you're not the person for me. Cause I honestly, if 48 hours, 24 hours, to 48 hours of a response time doesn't work for you. That's okay. But you're not for me. I, I work at that pace and that's the response that I need. So those are all the things that I personally look for when I'm testing out people to be a part of what live free is because it's also accountability it's responsibility and it's how i can provide them growth as well because i'll send tutorials sometimes to the editing team and i'm like oh you don't you don't know how to do okay here's a here's a video tutorial on how that can help you and they're like this is awesome thank you so much for teaching me this so it works in both ways truly amazing and i think off the bat you know Key components right here. Number one, accountability. I think that's one thing a lot of people miss and why people, you know, hire specialists or coaches is most important is because of accountability, number one. And then I think the other thing is, you know, really understanding the person you're going to potentially work with. And after you see a few flags or a few things that, hey, this doesn't resonate with me, then understand, you know, it's okay to cut certain things or not take on somebody or the brand for itself, not responding at a certain time frame. If that's how you operate and that's how you like to operate, doesn't mean right or wrong. It's just that if that's how they operate works for them, then great. But that's not how it operates for me. So I got to find people who or a, a company that works at my speed, at my level. And that's what operates for me. And I think off the bat, another thing is system. You know, that word that gets thrown out all the time we talk about is you got to have a system. You have to have a yeah. system in place, um, an orderly uh, fashion system that's going to give you the, the proper steps that you know you can follow every single day with your team which you mentioned you know you have the tutorials to show them you have the resources now they won't get lost and i think when you set up a proper system and you set that you know for your team for success that's where you're going to see a lot of the growth happen that's where you're going to see the you know i can go to sleep and make money you know i can you know go do the things i want and still have you know income coming in and doing the things I love because I have a system in place that I don't have to worry about 24 seven. Oh my God, did this didn't go through this deal didn't happen. You know, did the content get pushed out? No, because you have a team of people in your system taking on certain tasks to be able to accomplish that certain goal that you're looking for accomplish. Um, now I want to ask you, yes. Um, or if you want to go ahead first, no, I was going to say definitely because you're also providing them value. You know, yep. you think of it, they're, they're your team and yeah, you're paying them, but you're also providing them value and you're leaving them to feel like they're part of your team by in a way, nurturing them as well. And that creates the camaraderie as to why they would want to give back, you know, nobody's going to care about your business as much as you do. That's, That's right. a fact. Mm, that's right. However, how do you get them to give back at least like a 75% return rate, you know? 
So it helps. It's like, what value are you providing to them as well? I love that. Absolutely love that. So my question was for you is somebody who's new um, to business, um, doesn't matter what field it is, but just new to business entrepreneurship. What is your first approach when building a, a system and putting certain things in place um, besides the team, just other components and then adding your team to that? Great question. As, as fitness leaders, we tend to think in that one frame, that one, that one direction. Uh, it kind of works the same in business. If somebody wants to get fit, you're not just going to say, okay, we're going to get you fit. You say, what are your goals? Then you're going to break that down into smaller basics. Then you're going to provide the tools on how to, then it's the dedication and consistency. So I think when it comes to business, it operates the same. It's the same kind of mental strength that you start to develop. What are your goals as a business? What do you want to achieve? You know, you can set out like one month. Technically I would set out like one week, um, two week, one month, you know, 20 year goals. And how do you start to achieve and build up to that? But then you break it down even more. What do I need to do to achieve that? Then you break it down even more. What are the resources? What do I need to learn? Um, do I need other people? Do I need to get camera equipment? Most likely no. Um, except for fitness, please get good audio. Cause if we can't hear you, nobody's going to watch you. I promise That's you true. that. Uh -huh. I always say, uh, uh, I always say now, especially audio above, you know, camera because your phone can shoot really good camera as it is. You're better off spending a, a more money on a better audio than, uh, than actually a camera first. Agree completely. There's plenty of wireless options and like little road plugins that you can use, but I'll say that for a production interview, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would really, I would, I would think in the same way that you do do it with something, you know, so if you know fitness, think of how you help a client approach their fitness goals, do that to yourself. How do you approach your business goals? And you start to think of the grand, the grand uh, finale, not really finale, because we'll always be progressing. But then how do you break that down even further to achieve those goals? And you start to fill in, you know, you have your big rocks. We'll use um, Stephen Covey's analogy. You use your big rocks and then you start to fill them with the sand. And that sand is, you know, the, the, the add-ins. You, you also need your social media. You need to do the emails, the outreach. Um, and you're providing value to anybody as well at the same time. Remember that first and foremost, you have to provide value. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Like there's, there's too much competition to not provide value, especially from a fitness perspective. I started to sh transition more into acting and modeling. So it's a little bit different. You won't see as much like value. If you read my post, please, if you follow my post, read the post. Cause most people are just like awesome photo. And I was like, I just put my heart out to <laughs> yeah, you about yeah, like what just crushed my soul yesterday. And you're like, awesome photo. Like when you teach an amazing <laughs> fitness class, you're like, that song was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, is that, that Kygo? Like, Do you play Kygo? I love Kygo. Like, I, I just fucking smash your me. head up against yeah, the wall. Like, yes. Motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Yep. Just, yeah. My like, playlist slayed it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of that down here. That's for sure. Oh my God. A lot of that. You can tell I'm from New York and like New England area when you see like. I don't know from here to eh, technically the whole thing. The only fake thing on me are my two front teeth. Cause I knocked them out, but that's it. 
<laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're an exception down here for sure. That's uh, that's true. But but I also too, I think that's part of why you know you go to see a lot of people you know who come from other places around the country come to Florida, Miami. They strive tremendously. Yeah. And I'm not mm. just saying yeah. that because look, I'm a I'm a Miami and myself. I'm born and raised here, but. Yeah, we can't stand you. Get out of our city. (laughs) (laughs) You're a hustler, though, and that makes Uh a big difference. I've seen it in you from day one. You're a hustler, and that is the difference between a dreamer who puts up their Pinterest board and says, oh, my gosh, vision, law of attraction. It's like, yeah, that's one thing, but what are you doing to get there? You know, instead of pinning shit, like what are you physically doing every single day? It's funny because he'll say I'm too much of a dreamer. Oh my, yeah. Nah, he. I always. I, what is that? I always like. I mean, sorry for the people listening to this podcast. It, it sounds. A, it sounds a little. Uh, you know, it sounds a little affectionate, but I really do think that you know he's like the kite and I'm I'm the string that holds him down. You know, because if not, he'd blow away and I'd fall to the ground. So, but. <laughs> You bring you bring up a really good point is that, you know, you can you can accomplish a lot if you just put forth a lot of effort. You know, him and I have very different backgrounds, very different paths to how we got successful and how we got to the place where we're sitting together here. Um, I took a much more formal route. Right. I, I have my undergrad in exercise science. I got my master's degree in exercise science. He obviously took a much more informal route where he went content creating, really diving into like reading textbooks and, and practical application before um, before I did because I was taking the more formal route. And, it, you know, it, it really just goes to show you that like it, where there's a will, there's a way, right? There's no one path to get to success. You don't have, you know, and I told this to my sister too. She's eight and a half years younger. She's a junior in college now. When she was thinking about going to college, she wanted to become a, a personal trainer, like a, a strength coach too. And I told her, well, if you want to work with collegiate athletes, you got to go to college. If you don't, come work for me. You know, save yourself a hundred grand because we, you know, she goes to the same private school I went to. Save yourself a hundred grand. I'll give you fifty textbooks that probably cost five hundred bucks, and you'll learn everything you need to know in a year that you would have learned in four years in college, other than like becoming responsible, waking up, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, but it, it there are so many different ways to find your own happiness and find your own success in business or in life or whatever. And it, as much as we want to take other people's advice, I mean, that's what we do here on this podcast. I I think it's also important to understand like the feelings that you have in your gut and in your belief in yourself, right? You wouldn't have gotten to where you are today if you didn't believe in yourself, right? You mentioned no one's going to work as hard as you in your business as you are. And that really starts internally with like your belief in who you are as a person, right? So did you, was that something that came easy to you or was, did you kind of struggle growing into, you know, the individual you are today? What depth of struggle do you want to take it to? I think it's a bigger question. As far as you want to take it. Deep as yeah. the ocean. <laughs> nah, as far as you, we got plenty of time. So. Oh, I, am, I always joke. I'm like, I can be as light as foam or as deep as the dark sea um i love that that's great i might <laughs> I steal that for that quote i will i will not take credit this for that one i think i read like it somewhere i've stolen so many quotes from like people it's great notebook just for the <laughs> yeah, yeah. on our podcast <laughs> don't tag me on that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people were like she didn't say that she, um, canceled she's a liar yeah, yeah. you're getting canceled <laughs> thief okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> haters everywhere yeah, bring it right. I, you're talking a lot about self-love mm-hmm. and I am probably, when I was younger, I was the 
almost 98% opposite of that. I really struggled with self-esteem. I had no idea who I was. Um, you know, everybody and anybody could influence me. I was a, I wanted to make people happy. I've never been like a people pleaser because I have no problem speaking my mind. No problem. Uh, to a point that is almost like, Oh, did you really just say that? (laughs) Does that sound like somebody? Does that sound like somebody guilty? And that comes with the territory, right? New England territory. We grow up with a blunt tongue. You're either from France or you're from New England, if we talk like we do. (laughs) And it's not always appreciated, especially in this neck of the woods Mm -hmm. in Southern Florida. Yeah. However, the self-love journey was has been an incredibly um toiled one you know it's it's not like new york streets it's more like boston and it goes all up and down and around and i think it's been an evolution for me and every single day is another opportunity to learn something to grow every step every um trip in my life because i don't like to think of things as failures i like to think of them as little lessons little bumps along the way i used a uh, pinball machine in an interview i did yesterday and it was each one of these, uh, you know, challenges, they just ping you in the direction that you're ultimately supposed to be. If you're awake and open-minded to take it in. So it took me, I mean, I would say even to this day, I'm still learning every single day. I never want to feel like I'm complete. I always want to feel like I'm learning from everything, you know, and that's how you start to figure out what is, what is true for me. I speak a lot about being yourself, be you, own your voice. You do you. I usually say that to a lot of people because they'll say, oh, but I don't really like that. It's like, you do you. I don't care. I'm indifferent. You want to eat whatever you want to eat? I'm indifferent. I don't care, but I'm going to do me because the minute that somebody starts to put on me like, oh, you really should. And you look <laughs> yeah. a little, and it's like, yeah. okay, why don't we focus on yourself? Uh-huh. Cause the minute that you're perfect, you can probably start handing out, you know, suggestion cards. But yep. until then, Stick it somewhere else, yeah. and thank you very much. But um, yeah, I think know, we need. Like, I think we need to add her to the podcast. I think you need to come in and. and <laughs> <laughs> I think this would be great. Yes, no. Yeah. Yeah. And I was gonna say, Hannah, how often doesn't that happen with relationships? You know, with partnerships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a word, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really. I think um, so. The subject that we were talking about yesterday in the the other interview is on soulmates, and my whole idea on soulmates everybody has a different idea of what a soulmate is and it's almost as controversial of a subject if you start talking about politics very interesting and i think a soulmate is anybody that you meet along your path that gives you some sort of connection to either redirect you maybe they stay maybe they don't but they all serve a purpose in your life for some grand scale that impacts you in a way and so it's not just I have this one lover who's my soulmate. Yeah. And we, we met in high school. Am I your soulmate, Josh? Am I your soulmate? Oh, my God. I don't think I, with that beard. I don't what know. About it's, the- it's too scratchy for my face when you kiss me. You, you two co- want to close the curtain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Sometimes we forget. So, wait. First, you complained that it was too long. Now, you're complaining that I look too, they're too hold, young. They're holding hands, too young. by the way. <laughs> Under the table. Sometimes. Right sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I want to make him nervous while someone's talking, I'll, I, might, I might put my hand on his. <laughs> was it you said off the camera? You were like, imagine if I just go. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> he was bugging me. I was like looking something on his phone. Like, could you imagine if I just like gave you a kiss on the cheek on the podcast? Like fucking deer in the headlights. You know, for <laughs> They just did for the record, if you're listening. Yeah, all, all, 
I see what you're doing. She's instigating it right all now. All tongue, open mouth. All tongue, open mouth. I have a younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I man. didn't do it. Yeah. Hey, when in Miami. I have no idea where it went with the question, but I, I think we're there. I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about with relation. Yeah, yes. it's all like how everything is just a lesson. Everything is like what feels good, what doesn't feel good. If it's not feeling good, first check with yourself, Yeah, you know, before we start blaming other people, because then you're That's just right. as bad as the problem to start projecting shit onto somebody else. However, if it, if it is not you, it is still you because you're staying in it. So what are you going to do to get yourself out of it? You know, it takes two to tango in every situation. So if you are staying, own that responsibility. I have zero tolerance for victim mentality. It's like either get in or get out. Don't complain about something. But learn the lesson when you learn it, then, then make your exit strategy. Yeah. And I, I think too, and this goes for, you know, relationships, business, friendships, you know, h- how you handle everything. It's like, stop, yes. stop caring so much about what other people are going to think of your decisions, right? Because they're not living your life. Yeah. If, if you want to date, you know, like for me, I, I, I'm now I'm divorced, but I was married when I married my ex-wife, you know, she's Argentinian, didn't really speak a lot of English. I'm from bumble fuck upstate New York where they also don't really speak English, but it's supposed to be the language. So, but they certainly don't speak Spanish up there. Yeah, they, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Definitely not. Definitely. I remember being in high school. I remember being in high school and being like, oh, what am I going to need Spanish for? I'll never need it. And then I married right? Argentinian. <laughs> You know, and all of them were like, well, how are you going to do it? How are you going to, you know, how are you going to communicate with her? How, how is this? I'm like, uh, I, I'll speak Spanish to her. Like I can, I can learn, I can, you know, but if I had just taken their advice, well, well, how am I going to talk? Well, you know, how are we going to get along? There's so big of culture differences. Like, but I mean, obviously it didn't work out, but it, you know, that's, that's for other reasons, you know, but if I had listened to them, Maybe I wouldn't have gone down that path, right? Maybe I wouldn't have married her. Maybe I wouldn't have learned all of those lessons over the, you know, four and a half years we were together and three years that we were married, you know, and, and I'm such a much better person because of all of those trials and tribulations that I had to go through in the marriage, you know, but I would have never learned any of that stuff if I had taken all of my family's and friends advice. Agree. And I think that's a hard, you know, you bring up multiple different good points in that. And uh, my post actually today in social media the, lo- the geo tag says no regrets. And that's really how I feel to live life because wh- what are you going to do? You're going to spend that energy to that's say, right. oh, I should have. And it's like, mm-hmm. should is the worst word in the English dictionary, in my opinion. I try to use it as little as possible unless I'm using it in the reverse psychology way like I just did. <laughs> and um, yeah, everything is a lesson in that manner. And some are for good, you know, and it's hard to also see it on the other end too because some people will then say later, I told you so. And those are usually the people I start to cut out of my life or I say like, yeah, but what's really going on with you? Because once again, if people are putting that uh, opinion, that's their own shit. I've come to find out. Yeah, they're just mirroring to me. Yes, because it's really you're challenging them what they're doing on the inside. But everything is, you know, in the end, my my first ex-husband is one of my favorite people in this entire city. Um, I really, really adore him. And I always tell him, I'm like, if any woman ever does you wrong, I'm going to go out and I will take care of her. I will handle her. (laughs) You know, the love evolves in many ways. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to stay what it was. It can transition and change in relationships or some are just meant to take the guillotine and cut them out. And that's it. But 
Yeah. You know, that's for you to decide. Yeah. We're nice. I mean, we're nicer to each other than I think we were even before we got married and when we were dating, you know, it's like so much, so much, so much less stress involved and you can, you know, again, right. Kind of transform that relationship into a new chapter and it doesn't have to always be negative or, you know, at each other's throats. Which is, Correct. which is another thing. Everyone's like, oh, you guys are going to be yeah. fighting all the time, all this stuff. And then I tell them like, nah, we, you know, we, we text, you know, a couple times a week and I check in with her and she's in LA and I'm here and everything is fine. And, no, there's no way. Yeah. But why? You yeah. Know I mean? well, like, but why? 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 Right. Why? Exactly. Who said that? And right. who is that idiot? Because honestly, I think that they're, you know, talking stupid, but yeah. They should well, run for throwing stones, throwing stones, <laughs> <laughs> throwing stones in glass houses, you know? Oh, but it's, a, exactly. it's the same people telling me like, oh, you know, all, all Republicans are dumb or like all, all people who don't live. I had one, one former client of mine tell me, oh, you know, anyone who doesn't live within 200 miles of a body of water, you know, like you, they don't understand. I'm like, you realize you're talking about my fucking family, right? Like whether or not you, you understood yeah. it or not, that's my family. Like my family are non-college educated you know, hardworking blue collar people. And you're telling me that they're dumb, you know, it's, it's amazing how people generalize too. When I hear the word always never, you know, all of the, um, super, uh, superlatives, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If it's not the correct word, everything that is like all or nothing black or white, I usually close my ears about oh, yeah. 95% because I'm like, okay, this is a very close minded person and individual. And they tend to be toxic people on many different levels. So no matter how many push ups they can do, no matter how many <laughs> green smoothies they drink in the morning, <laughs> they're those same oh, yogis yeah. walking around with a yoga mat, hitting people with the grocery store. Yeah, can like, we bring her on the podcast? You got no, to come, you gotta come in and do this podcast. <laughs> Would love to. Wait, so let's pause this. You're going to run over here. Yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah. Oh, man. I gotta run, really? Yeah. Oh my god, it's music to my ears. You really are perfect. Oh my god, this is great. Oh, this is great. Maybe like three days later. Oh, Sarah, stop for coffee. I'll be over there tomorrow. Don't worry, don't worry. Like-minded people, I'll just call you an Uber. It'll be there. We go. (laughs) Yeah. Super. So you know, kind of, kind of moving back into what you're doing to help other people, and and you know what you're doing with your brand. What are some of the big things that you're looking forward to, uh, you know, in the, in the new year, uh, accomplishing and, and, you know, how you're going to help, help others achieve what they want to achieve? You know, for anything that I take on, it has to have an impact in the end. You know, even if it's an acting role, it needs to have a good message and a good voice. It has to have something that inspires or creates an emotion in people to take positive change of some sort. It's going to shake them a little bit into 2021. I really want to have that team set so they can be creating content nonstop for YouTube, Instagram, uh, particularly, and then uh, the online program for live for renew. I want to keep adding to that and start to add different courses as well that are for content creators that are for, you know, like we were talking about in this podcast, I need the skill set of marketing business. Those are all things I really love because I grew up with it and it's just always been in my mindset. So I want to be able to provide those assets for people, eventually having enough revenue stream that I can provide it at a lower cost to really be able to reach anybody, you know, right now YouTube is free. So if you want some content for me, go to YouTube, you know, Instagram is free, go there for content. But for some of the higher value content that really is like a a program, a system, like we were talking about before to provide that at a lower cost that 
it gives access to a greater number, you know, internationally, because we forget we are the United States and we forget sometimes that we are at a different economical standpoint than most countries in the world, no matter how fucked up we are right now, we're still pretty high on the elevation. We're still like bankrolling. We're like, oh my gosh, my coffee is milking it. It's my, like first my venti, my nine dollar <laughs> venti Starbucks coffee. Oh my god, I put oat my milk instead of almond milk. Place. Yeah, <laughs> is this it's going like, in the trash? I'm gonna yeah, get another one. Yeah, yeah. Can you fucking refill cup, this? By the way. Yeah, in a plastic cup, by the way. Yeah. Like, oh, but no man. plastic straw. No plastic straws. <laughs> Just those because shit, it, it, those shit ruins, degradable it, it, ones. I then those. I need Botox on the lips after. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. Yeah. But, uh, but you gotta so love Miami has, at a certain point. Oh, listen, <laughs> the best thing about living here, though, and sorry, I don't, I, I know you probably have We're something here. much, I, I know you have, <laughs> I know you have something much more important to, to talk about than this, but the bet, one of the best things I, I love about Miami is that I can tell what country you're from by what type of plastic surgery you have. <laughs> Right, right. Or where it was done. Right, yeah. Or where it was the Colombia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, and we're here. It's not the. It's not the shit on Miami. It's, no, but it's fun to shit. But it's easy. Miami. It's just easy. <laughs> New England, it's very easy. But yeah. there's a lot of beauty. I mean, we're here with reason. I always say I'm. I'm probably going to be bi coastal for a long time to come. There's probably a a transition for West Coast, especially for wanting to get into film and. um directing and acting like that's that's a lot for me it's either new york for for tv gotcha. and series or for la for film and uh film is always called i love movies and just how you can take like we're, this story you know even what we're creating here this is a story how do you take that and put it into visual format that's always fascinated me but i do think um to go back to what we were saying before and what miami you know what I plan to do for the next year, both is to create that revenue stream of uh, substantial growth that just, it makes money when I'm sleeping. It's able to provide value for anybody who's watching, listening, taking notes, reading a book um, in the various forms of content. You know, Gary Vee is phenomenal at discussing yep. a lot of these in his keynotes. For anybody who's listening and like, how do I get started? It's like, we'll start listening in that direction. Gary Vee, Gary, um, Simon Sinek, they're all phenomenal business leaders. And how do I then create that free time and space to write, to film, to direct, and really for me for to act, you know? And when I get to have my play, I'm better at doing the business things too. And to also something I know I personally, admittedly need to get better on is time just to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Cause I suck at that. Oh, horrible. But I, Sounds like me. On yeah, the, me on the flip side, I'm like, I'm so excited about what I'm doing that I'm up at that's, 630 that's this morning and thing. I'm going to bed at 1030 tonight and it's exhausting, but I go to bed so excited. One, cause I get a fresh cup of coffee in the morning Two, mm -hmm. It's like, I have an awesome things planned for the next day as well. So it's, There'll be a time where I do get that time and that space because of building up to the team. But it's also how do I put this front work forward now? Well, most people are not. Most people are still, you know, heads up their ass like, I don't know what I want to do. And I'm not like, getting my stimulus out. check. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that? That's, yeah, that's that, that's happening a lot. Yeah. Right. But so what are you doing today to make it better for tomorrow? And you start to really 
put the extra work in now. It's like any portfolio. If you're investing upfront, you can create, you know, the, the stream of income that compounds in interest later. And that's where I'm really foreseeing what these end weeks of 2020 are to really like kick off 2021 with a big, huge bang. Love that. Absolutely love that. I, I really wanted to ask you, since you mentioned, I know a bunch of times about acting and, and moving into that career and diving yourself into it. What kind of acting specifically do you really want to go into heavily on? And, and what does that look like for you? And what are, what, what is the, uh, the people observing it? What are we going to be able to expect, um, coming out of your acting career and directing? Expect the unexpected. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, I've always joked, uh, I can't do the legally blonde roles. I can because it's it's almost humorous in some points. Oh my god. Like we're we're joking about like the Miami life and it's like, oh I could <laughs> but do it's, both. But it's real though. What's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're joking, True. but it's real. Not acting. <laughs> what is the message that somebody's taking back from? I want to see the stories of women who they they overcome, they empower themselves, they uplift, they are the leads. You know how many movies are filmed where the woman is always a supporting role? Why isn't the woman more in the lead role? Who triumphs? Who kicks ass? Who saves the world? You know, and I'm talking beyond Wonder Woman. I'm going like what even the lead dramas. That I want to see more of an evolution towards. She's more of like, um, you know, someone I've been studying lately for a role is Gina Carano. And she, she's a Mandalorian. I haven't watched a lot of the show, but she's the former MMA fighter. So there's also transitions from different varying fields. And, you know, I'm taking on certain roles that have a movement element and aspect to it because of my background in fitness and yoga and being able to morph and transform. So those are the roles that I really want to foresee myself in. Like imagine roles like Gia with Angelina Jolie, like some of her roles, but where she just comes out on top and is like kicking ass and taking names. That's what I really want to be able to portray. So the younger girls at home watching are saying, I want to do that too. I, I was the biggest fan of Tomb Raider when I was growing up with, oh, with her. Was, she yeah. was she was such a <laughs> such a badass in that. I was just like, all right, I don't know if I should be. I don't. I was like thirteen. Running I was like, afraid. I don't know if I should be excited or if I should be afraid. Like, you know, she looks very attractive, but she's also holding some pretty big guns. So I don't know. I don't know. How I should feel about this. You know, gone gone in sixty seconds too. She's she was a monster in that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, how, do you? What types of are, are there like, do you, do you find that you're more attracted to roles in, in dramas or comedies or like, where do, where do you kind of see yourself uh, fitting in into the, the film industry? I foresee a mix of, and I think you've picked up on this in the interview. What comes easy, I should say, would be more of the drama roles or, um, some of like the, the dark comedies where they have that little bit of bite, a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of new England chomp. I think for challenges, comedy could be fun for me. You know, I'm always somebody who wants to challenge myself or time pieces. I think that that can be a really interesting thing to take on because it challenges me. And I think 
the reason I'm taking on acting is, is one, I love the ability to portray emotion through characters on film. And like I said, to give a message Two, I don't have to live the shit out anymore. Cause I'm like, yeah. this girl has done enough <laughs> in his life. That it's like, can we leave the drama to the yeah. film? Um, but also to be able to share that with an audience too, and to, to be challenged in different ways. Cause there are things you learn in acting that you typically wouldn't, um, take on as a skill in your everyday life. If a role, you know, requires you to be in the, uh, I'm trying to think of the time period, but to, to learn to ride horses and it's like, okay, well, I, I, I typically wouldn't go to learn to ride horses, but I'm honored and excited to do this here. Or, I, you know, I'm relearning to do grappling again for this upcoming role. And it's like, awesome. I get to really learn how to throw somebody cool. down or have them throw me down. And I was like, I have a very sensitive coccyx, so don't break it. Uh, what? Now, the real question <laughs> Too many is... Too falls with a snowboard. <laughs> the real question is, do you know how to ride a horse now? I have not done a role where I need to ride a horse, but I do have beginner skills in riding horses. English yeah. or Western? Here we go. Uh, English, a little more proper. Okay. Yes. Okay. See, that's... that's but even languages, too. I was thinking, too, because um, we were talking about skill sets before with fitness. And something, Anthony, that you have, Josh, I don't know. Do you speak Spanish as well? Uh, I'm assuming from what you said. Horribly, horribly. It sound, I sound like a five-year-old, but I understand, you know. He defends himself. Tu yeah. puedes entender español. See, see, see. Now you got me all nervous. Now you got me all nervous, and I got a real Cuban here. Ninguna idea. Ninguna idea. I... Pinche gringo, ¿eh? Yeah. <laughs> yo entiendo todo. Yo entiendo todo. Oh, sí, sí, yo, yo hablo horrible. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Uh, um, you know, well, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I was, that one. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I understand everything, which is the worst part, right? Because I He's can't defend like, myself. Can I, no, because in English, you love. Oh, I love shitting on people. Yeah, yeah but it's, in Spanish, it's, when you, you're like shit. But I'm like, like fuck. I'm like trying I? to. I'm like trying to translate. Man, like, okay, yeah, this will be funny. And then I say it, but oh, I like, so I'm nervous. I gotta start talking to you more in Spanish. Yeah, I'll still exactly. yell at you in English. I'll just yell louder in English. That'll be better. You know, that's how. That's oh, how us. That's how us New Yorkers fight back. It's just loud. Lou, yell louder. And I promise you, Latinos do as well. It oh, don't worry. Don't worry. They throw spice. Yeah, don't worry. Especially I live. With women, I live so, with that Argentinian. You know. They're the worst. The, <laughs> you know. the the Argentinian women are are the spiciest. And Cuban women. <laughs> well, Cuban women, but well, they're. I feel like they're just more aggressive. Well, they are you know? aggressive. Mexicanos. Yeah, the Mexicans too. But but the Argentinians, they're like. They're, they're, they think that they're, they're like, oh, we're, we're Italian. We're European. So they, they try to like swim. <laughs> they, they try to like trick you, you know, they're Being like, oh, well. makes zero sense, but okay. <laughs> uh, actually, a lot, a lot of them came, a lot of them came down uh, after World War II, like to, to, okay. to run away from uh, us in America, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Here you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I know, I know, I know we're getting close to an hour and uh, I, I just want to say, one, I'm super excited for some of the roles that you potentially have coming up for you. I can't wait to uh, to see you on Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and some TV Thank shows you. and doing some yeah. some amazing work outside of content creating it in, in the health and fitness industry, because we already know how much of a killer you are in our field. Um, before Anthony asks you some rapid fire questions and we wrap some things up. 
I want to give you the opportunity to uh, let everyone know what's the best way to reach out to you and, and you know, uh, tell them a little bit about um, what those types of uh, approaches would be. You can find me across the board on social platforms at Live Free Warrior. The two main platforms, I'm sharing daily content up on Insta at Live Free Warrior. YouTube, I'm doing at least bi-weekly content up there, which is fitness videos and um, nutrition and health videos, along with wellness travel vlogs are going to be pumping out soon as well. And any in all, like the hub is livefreewarrior.com. Awesome. Absolutely love it. So once again, sir, I, want, I just want to say personally, thank you. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect again, you know, at this level, because it's been a while. And I know we've been talking for a while and we finally made it happen. And uh, yeah, I'm so glad you brought her on. You're oh, she's awesome. The best. She's yeah, the best. you're awesome. You know, we, you know, since when we were thank connected, I was just like, this is an amazing soul, amazing soul. And um, off the bat, you know, the connection, the genuineness, you know, the, the, the being present and, and seeing that you're somebody who, really just enjoys like you said you see everything has a gift you know and, and i see it's so true because I, I the way i see you approach things the people themselves you see is as gifts and you know i just want to say thank you for uh, you know taking this out you know taking this opportunity and, and linking up with me and and josh and coming on here and just sharing your value your gifts with the world and showing the amazing things you're doing truly appreciate it and i think absolutely the same as you anthony like from the beginning when i said you know you're you're somebody who stands out from the crowd when we first connected with Puma. Josh, I'm, I, I got to learn you a little bit better. That's, but, listen, no, that's okay. I'm, you, I'm used to him getting hyped up while I sit here in my corner. I'm teasing, of course. Kind <laughs> of. Rapid fire. Hit <laughs> yeah, exactly. so like, just get to it. Just get to it. All right, you ready? All right. Boom, 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 boom. All right, question number one. Nice sound effects. Yeah, I tried. I you mentioned three films that um, you were working on. Um can you give us a little bit information on that or you can't really mention anything yet? High level. It's called made of fire. Um, you can find all the info, uh, at IMDB. Those are all, again, awesome. it's all linked on my website, but you can see all the upcoming pre-production work that's ha happening. And, uh, the character I'm playing is a badass. Awesome. Of course. Love it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Question number two, what was, the thing that drove the inspiration for your book? I thought it was going to be selfish if I died with the information and I felt like I had to impact somebody else by putting it out there. Love it. Question number three, what is the craziest and wildest experience you've ever had in your career? I'm glad you said it in my career. Other than talking to us. Really weird. <laughs> <laughs> in my career, which one, you know, I think it just keeps evolving. Um, this is going to be a shitty answer because I don't really have one, but it's like to go with the flow. Some door closes and another one just keeps opening up. And the minute that I say no to something that doesn't feel aligned for me, there are at least three others that back up. So un unfortunately, I can't really say one specific. I mean, I was laid off from my, my job in advertising that I think I probably would have gone corporate for the rest of my life. Well, as far as I can portray, I have no idea, but that layoff then led me to yoga to et cetera, et cetera. And here I am today. Love that. Love it. And I'm glad that that didn't happen. I know. I know. Right. Probably the Who best blessing been talking right now. Next question. What would you like to see moving out of this, uh, what you call Corona era? What would you like to see moving forward and in the world as a whole, you know, and for yourself? 
I would love to see people kinder. I think we've really developed an awareness that we need to be around people because in the beginning, everybody complained about, I can't do this and I miss my family and I want to do this. And it's like, okay, so what are you going to do when you actually see them? Because if you're going to sit next to your son and still be on your phone, that's not quality. So how do we create a kindness awareness around that, that you value people, not for what they can do for you, but because you're human. That's what I would love to see. Do I think it'll, I think it's a really tall order for majority of humans, but I do, I believe in you. I think you can do it. Love that. Go for it. <laughs> love that, love that, love that. And don't hit people with yoga mats. Don't <laughs> 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 be a yoga asshole. <laughs> yoga asshole. That's another one Josh is going to write down. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Next mm-hmm. question. Yeah, if you be- come out with a t-shirt, I want royalties. <laughs> I'll okay, good. Bring it. <laughs> royalties. For content Bad creators. Ad. What would you say is the one thing that they should be doing right now that you're not seeing enough of for content creators? Just keep producing. Stop standing in your way. Don't perfect it. Just get out of your own way and do it. See how it goes. Trial and error. Do it. Boom, 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 boom. It's Gary V style. Last question. What's the biggest piece of advice you can leave off to all our listeners today in one sentence? Be healthy. Be yourself, be passionate about what you're doing, and never settle. The, the short of that, this ring I have right here, I had, you of course can't see. And if you're listening, you of course can't see. But it says never settle on the inside. And guess what? Never settle. Yes. Never. Yes. That's Ever. fucking awesome. Absolutely love you, that. You're such an incredible human being, Sarah. And for everyone listening, please check out Sarah. Check out uh, what she's got going on on Instagram, on YouTube, on her website. Make sure you guys get her ebook. Make sure you guys buy her book. I I can't wait to read it myself. I'm about to order it right after we get off here. So Follow thank you, this inspiring soul. Thank I'll send you over again. a copy. And a version two is coming out soon. Ooh, perfect. Doesn't end, doesn't end the way that it ends there. Life goes on. Great. Well, we'll have you yeah. back on when that comes then, out for and then sure. Josh has to have <laughs> one sign says "Learn Spanish, Gringo." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and they say white privilege exists, not in this room. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, until next time, everyone. Thank you again, much Sarah. Love. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you for listening to Sweat It Out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.